Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys the top 10 wide receivers for fantasy football in 2020. Now, before I get into the video, I'd like to tell you guys that this video is based off of PPR or half PPR rankings. If you want standard, you're going to have to ask down below in the comments, and I will talk to you about where I see these guys in standard leagues, but most people play half PPR or full PPR. Now, if you guys end up enjoying this video, please make sure to go back onto my channel and watch the running back rankings video and click that subscribe button down below. So let's get right into it. Top 10 wide receivers for fantasy football in 2020. So my number one guy is pretty much going to be everyone's number one guy because this is the easiest pick I have ever seen. Michael Thomas, wide receiver one for the New Orleans Saints. Number uno, wide receiver in fantasy football in 2019. 374.6 PPR points in 2019. 149 receptions on 185 targets. 185 targets. Think about that real quick, how crazy that is. This man almost touched 200 targets. He set a record for the amount of balls this man caught with his hands. This man has sticky glue onto his hands. He's got that super glue. He catches every single ball thrown this man's way. Nine total tutties, third most in the NFL at wide receiver. 1,725 yards, first in the NFL at wide receiver. This guy was a fucking beast every single game. And let me tell you, he did this with Breeze and with Teddy Bridgewater. So don't worry about the fact if you think Drew Breeze might get hurt. Because if Drew Breeze gets hurt and Jameis Winston comes into the game... It might be even better for Michael Thomas. But for right now, Breeze is obviously the starting quarterback, and he will be all season as long as he doesn't get hurt, and he loves to throw the ball to Michael Thomas. And what did the Saints do in the offseason? They brought in one wide receiver named Emmanuel Sanders. Now, Emmanuel Sanders is not going to be taking away from any targets for Michael Thomas. He will actually help Michael Thomas because now they have another wide receiver on the field. It was previously just Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara versus the world. Now they bring in Emmanuel Sanders to help out Michael Thomas. I love this move for the Saints. I think that Michael Thomas repeats as the number one guy, and I see no reason why you should have anyone besides Michael Thomas at number one, strictly because of how safe this guy is. He has a floor, a floor of 150 targets, in my opinion, and the ceiling is probably 200 targets. I think he could get even more targets than he saw last season. This guy is a goddamn beast. He won Offensive Player of the Year for a reason in the NFL. This guy is going to tear it up yet again in 2020. He's not getting up there in age to where I'd be nervous about him. So keep drafting. Michael Thomas is the number one ride receiver. Likely a guy you're going to be picking at the fourth or fifth overall spot in the draft. Now at number two, we have Devontae Adams, Green Bay Packers wide receiver. Now, I obviously made a video about this before a couple of months ago, and I adjusted my rankings. Devontae Adams is now my number two guy for the Packers. Now, obviously last season, his, his year was just not that good for what we expected. Wide receiver number 24, but he only played in 12 games. So think he played in 16 games, 15 games, he would have been much better. 212 PPR points in 2019, 83 receptions on 127 targets, 5 total tutties, 34th amongst wide receivers, 997 yards, 26th amongst wide receivers. Now, I know in the comment section there are going to be people that are trying to tell me, oh, Green Bay is such a run-heavy defense, this, that, the other thing, and while our run-heavy offense, that may be true. Aaron Rodgers is still going to slant to Devontae Adams. When Devontae Adams was healthy, this man was getting peppered Salt Bay style with targets. He is going to eat yet again this year. Last season, if he didn't get hurt, he would have been probably a top 10 wide receiver. He almost eclipsed 1,000 yards in just 12 games and had over 127 targets in just 12 games. 
give him, say, 40 more targets for the rest of those games, and he would have been up there, not obviously close to Michael Thomas, but he would have gotten near Michael Thomas, and that would have been great for you. Devontae Adams is a beast. He is a focal point in this Green Bay offense. When Aaron Rodgers throws the ball, this just in, they didn't draft anyone, so the only fucking guy they have out there is Mr. Devontae Adams, so I like Mr. Devontae Adams as my number two guy in fantasy for 2020. My next wide receiver is Tyreek the Freak Hill of the Kansas City Chiefs, finished wide receiver number 30 in 2019. Now, he only played in 12 games, and the biggest thing with him only playing in 12 games was some of those games were without Mr. Pat Mahomes, the Super Bowl MVP. Now, he finished as wide receiver number 30, like I said, 188.3 PPR points in 2019, 58 receptions on 89 targets, 7 total tutties, 13th amongst wide receivers, 860 yards, 31st amongst wide receivers. So, none of those numbers are going to come out and call to you saying, Oh, I'm Tyreek, draft me. No, those numbers are not going to call out to you to tell you to draft him. But what you need to know is Tyreek Hill is a game breaker like in NFL Street back in the day. You press those two buttons and this motherfucker will legitimately win you a week by himself. He will put the team on his back. Darren Sharper, hold my dick type deal. Tyreek Hill is a guy who could bust off 200 yards, two tutties in a game. 175 yards and a touchdown. He's a guy that legitimately will break off for 30 points and win you a week. Now, I know he did not produce all that well last year, but he only played in 12 games, and he's not one of those guys that's super injury prone, so that does not really concern me. He is on probably the best offense in the NFL, at least top two. The Ravens and them are high-flying offenses. I think that Tyreek Hill is a beast yet again in 2020, and I'm going to be drafting Tyreek Hill as a top three wide receiver. Now, the next guy here is D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, now of the Arizona Cardinals. Now, these stats were when he was a Houston Texan, so you're going to have to take them with a grain of salt. Wide receiver number five, 104 receptions on 150 targets. He played 15 games, 268.54 PPR points, seven tutties, 13th amongst wide receivers, and 1,165 yards, 10th amongst wide receivers. Now, I know... I know he moved to Arizona where they have tons of options in the passing game. They have guys like Larry Fitz, Christian Kirk, Kenyon Drake, obviously on the ground, and him. But he goes from being the number one guy in Houston with a dumbass coach to the number one guy in Arizona with a better coach. Cliff Kingsbury loves to throw the ball. He runs that air raid offense. And what does air raid mean? It means throw the fucking ball as many times as you can. Kyler Murray has trouble seeing over the line since he's fucking 5'4", but it does not matter because DeAndre Hopkins is going to get peppered with targets regardless. Now, the only worry with D-Hop, why he's number four, is I actually am very unsure of how that chemistry is going to work early in the season with Kyler Murray now. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is a fucking beast. So you just throw him the ball, and he's going to come down and catch it. But will Kyler Murray be able to trust him at the beginning of the season? I'm not too sure because the fact that we got this coronavirus stuff and that I don't believe that these guys are going to be getting as much work in with the quarterbacks as DeAndre Hopkins. What if there was normal uh, OTAs and all that stuff? But even with that, DeAndre Hopkins is a certified beast, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. So I think moving to Arizona, a more pass-heavy and pass-friendly place, I love D-Hop here at number four. Now, number five. We have Julio Jones, a man who is allergic to the end zone. In 15 games, he was wide receiver number three in 2019, 274.1 PPR points, 99 receptions on 157 targets, six total tutties, 20th amongst wide receivers, 1,394 yards, second amongst wide receivers. Now, this guy, like I said, he's allergic to the end zone. Now, I know he was 20th amongst wide receivers. 
scoring touchdowns. But this guy, it seems like he's going to score a touchdown every single game where he's wide open, and then Matt Ryan just overthrows him, or he just somehow drops the ball. But when he's wide open or across the field, he gets peppered with targets. 99 receptions, almost 100 tar- receptions on 157 targets. This guy's going to be above 150 targets every single year. He is the focal point of this offense. I know they brought in Todd Gurley, but that is more to make the defenses worry. Todd Gurley is an old man, okay? His knee's fucked up. I understand Julio Jones is an old man, but with this offense, Matt Ryan is going to keep feeding this guy the ball. He is a very, very safe pick. He does not have very many injury concerns, so I love Julio here at five. Probably uh, the most safe pick besides Michael Thomas. You just know you throw Julio in there, and he's going to be a solid wide receiver week in and week out. Now, at number six, we have Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, last season, he had Jameis Winston throwing him the ball. And that might actually be better than having Tom Brady throw him the ball. It just might be. Now, I understand realistically, talking NFL-wise, you'd probably rather have a guy that's won six Super Bowls over a guy that throws six interceptions a game. But for fantasy football, Chris Godwin thrived because this man would just heave the... He, he does the fuck it. He's out there somewhere and just throws it to Chris Godwin or Mike Evans now. Wide receiver number two in 2019 in only 14 games. That speaks to the amount of volume Bruce Arians and Jameis Winston were dialing up for these wide receivers. 276.1 PPR points, wide receiver number two. 86 receptions on 120 targets, nine tutties, third amongst wide receivers. 1,333 yards, third amongst wide receivers, and he only played in 14 games, like I said. Now, does he regress with Tom Brady at the helm instead of famous Jameis Winston? I don't know. I just don't know. Jameis Winston, I mean, Tom Brady loves to throw the ball to guys like Chris Godwin. Guys who are going to be in the slot. Guys who are going to be in the middle of the field for him to throw him the ball. And I think that he plays well again. Now, Gronk coming here does kind of throw them in a tipsy-turvy spot where I'm even more fucking confused than when they had Tom Brady just join there because Gronk, when healthy, is a beast. But this guy has not completed a season since, like, 2011. He just can't stay healthy. But even with that said, even with Gronk, even with TB12, I think that Chris Godwin is still going to eat like Ezekiel Elliott this year. I think he's a top six guy. I think he's a safe pick. But I do worry in games where Tom Brady just hands the ball to Ronald Jones and Keyshawn Vaughn a million times. I do worry about that, and he doesn't have the big play upside like he would have with Jameis Winston because Brady's arm strength just isn't there anymore like it used to be. But even with that said, Chris Godwin is a top six guy for me. I love Godwin this season. Now, at number seven, we have Kenny Godaday. Kenny Galladay, Detroit Lions. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, we're about 10 minutes in. Please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. It's free, and I'm going to try to help you guys win every single league you're in and take home that fantasy football championship so like I said at number seven we have Kenny Galladay Detroit Lions wide receiver now wide receiver number nine in 2019 248 PPR points in 2019 65 receptions on 116 targets 11 touchdowns first amongst wide receivers 1,190 yards sixth amongst wide receivers and 16 total games now this guy did it half and half He did it with a good quarterback in Matt Stafford, and he did it with a guy whose name blows, David Blau. He did it with one of a a great quarterback in the NFL, well, top-tier guy in Stafford, and did it with a shit quarterback. If you think that Stafford's injury prone, that should not scare you at all because Kenny Galladay was able to do it with and without him. Kenny Galladay is on the Lions. The Lions are, while they're not the best team in the NFL, they're still going to throw the ball. They run that running back by committee system. They still like to throw the ball. Mr. Stafford is a gunslinger. Now, I know the people in the comments hate when I call him a gunslinger. 
because Brett Favre is the gunslinger. I understand that, but Kenny Galladay is going to eat regardless of who the quarterback is. If it's Stafford, I think he puts up even better numbers. Like I said, wide receiver 9 in 2019. If Stafford plays 16 games, 7 is not even the ceiling. I think top 5 is his ceiling. I think he is that good this season. Kenny Galladay is a beast out there, and I think that he is going to be able to add upon a season that was amazing last season and make it even better in 2020. Now, at number 8, we have DJ Moore, Carolina Panthers wide receiver. 230.5 PPR points in 2019. Wide receiver number 16 in 2019. 87 receptions on 135 targets. Four tutties, 43rd amongst wide receivers. 1,175 yards, 8th amongst wide receivers, and played 15 games. Now, there's some concern. Even I'm a bit concerned with DJ Moore. What is Teddy Bridgewater going to do? Well, Teddy Bridgewater played great when he was on the Saints, all right? But anyone could do good on the Saints system. You could put me in there, and I probably would have played pretty good. Not actually, but any NFL quarterback can play good in that system that Sean Payton has set up. Now, Teddy Bridgewater now is the Carolina Panthers quarterback. What does this mean? Well, Cam wasn't that good until he got hurt. And then they bring in these other trash cans, Kyle Allen, Will Greer. He has to be better. Teddy Bridgewater just has to be better than those guys. And even if he's dumping the ball off, DJ, they're going to make the plays to get the ball to DJ Moore. Even though Christian McCaffrey is legitimately the whole fucking offense, DJ Moore is still going to get those points. He is still going to be a key part of this offense. And that's why I have got him slotted in at number eight. He's on the same team. He just has to build that rapport with Mr. Teddy Bridgewater. But I think he will be able to. I think he will be good yet again in 2020. All the other wide receiver options around him do not scare me at all they just don't Curtis Samuel does he scare you does Robbie Anderson a guy who looks like fucking slender man scare you no they don't DJ Moore is going to have a great season again I think that wide receiver 16 was his floor I think honestly he had four touchdowns last year I wouldn't be surprised if he was up there closer to seven or six and that's just a couple more points added on to him I think he's going to get a lot more receptions on those targets because they're going to be more accurate coming from a guy like Teddy Bridgewater I think his targets stay around the same his receptions go up and he has a great year yet again DJ Moore is my eighth ranked wide receiver down number nine we have Mike Evans now just like with Chris Godwin I am kind of confused with Mike Evans I like Mike Evans a lot less than Ken, uh, than uh, Chris Godwin. Now, in my original rankings, I had Godwin at, I think, five, and then Evans at six. They're right next to each other, but right now, they are spread apart like Lana Rhodes' ass cheeks, all right? Mike Evans is a talented wide receiver, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. You throw the ball near him, this guy reaches back like 1-3, he jumps up there, boom, skull, he catches it. Now, obviously, Tom Brady is now the quarterback. Gronk is now there, so I am worried about some of those touchdowns because of Gronk, but with that said, I still think he puts up a great season. In only 13 games, finished as a top 15 wide receiver, and for the first two weeks of the season, this motherfucker was sick. He had his flu game, and it was a garbage game. 232.7 PPR points of 2019, 67 receptions on 118 targets, 8 total tutties, 7th amongst wide receivers, 1,157 yards, 12th amongst wide receivers, and played 13 games. Now, one of my worries with Evans is there may be games where he just does his best Houdini act and just disappears. I can see that happening this season strictly because I just don't know how Tom Brady's going to spread the ball out. It seemed like on when he was on the Patriots, he was either going to Gronk or was going to Edelman. That's what it seemed like. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. I think Mike Evans is so talented that Tom Brady's just going to throw him the ball 
throw it to him because you want to know who Mike Evans made look good? Johnny fucking football. Now, Mike Evans is a talented wide receiver. He's a great wide receiver, like I said. I think he has top 10 upside, but he has moved down, like I said. Now he's closer to a different tier than Chris Godwin when they used to be in the same because I'm just a bit worried about his production with Thomas Brady, especially with Gronk joining the roster. Now, my final wide receiver of the video is Allen Robinson, Chicago Bears wide receiver. 230.5 PPR points in 2019. Wide receiver number 16 in 2019. 87 receptions on 135 targets. He only played in 15 games, four tutties, just like DJ Moore. 43rd amongst wide receivers. 1,157 yards, eighth amongst wide receivers. Now, let me tell you something. Allen Robinson, his whole fucking career, he has been with these shit-stained quarterbacks. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles might be better than Mitch Trubisky, but Blake Bortles, Mitch Trubisky. Now, big dick Nick Foles is going to come in there and assert his dominance as the starter. I think Allen Robinson is better with Nick Foles. I think that wide receiver 16 with Trubisky proves to me that he could be a top 10 wide receiver, if not better, with a better quarterback. Now, Nagy still loves Allen Robinson. It's pretty much going to be the Allen Robinson and David Montgomery show. They don't really have many other targets around. I'm sure Anthony Miller's there. Some other wide receivers. Tariq Cohen is there. But at the end of the day, Allen Robinson is the head honcho there. And last year, I hated on Allen Robinson. I thought he couldn't do it because Trubisky was show shit. And he proved me wrong by slapping me up many weeks in fantasy football. I think that he does have that top 10 potential. I think that if you can do it with the shit quarterback you can do it with the better one in big dick nick i love 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 alan robinson here and i actually think just so you guys know nick nick Foles gets hurt we might be cam newton time in chicago uh, that's all i'm saying so thank you guys all for watching this video let me know what you thought about each and every single one of these players or just one player you want to talk about or maybe a guy that i missed on my rankings maybe you're an odell fan say oh nick where the fuck's odell you know, he's probably just uh, at home doing some uh, drugs with his uh, the hookers that he typically hires, or he's at home kissing the net or something like that. So thank you guys all for watching this video. If you ended up enjoying, please, please, please click that subscribe button down below or on the screen. Click the video above, the video to the lefty left or the top left. Have a great rest of your day. Make sure to stay safe, guys. I love you all. I'll see you guys tomorrow with yet another video. Goodbye.